Hey, it's Melaine Lee, and you found your way to the Divine Goddess Revolution podcast. This podcast is no ordinary podcast. It is for women looking to thrive, not just survive. It's for women looking to learn how to really unlock and unleash that divine light within so that they can rock their inner goddess on a daily basis. The experts will be featured from all over the world, supporting you in becoming that badass divine goddess that you were born to be. I'm so excited about this episode. Today, I have Heather Waxman here. She's an Amazon bestselling author, spiritual practice coach, meditation guide, and singer-songwriter. Her work has been featured in major media outlets like Fitness Magazine, Tone It Up, The Numerous, and Teeny Devotions. Her superpower is helping women clear the emotional behavior patterns that are blocking them from rising up in their full expression of themselves. She guides women through transformational spiritual practices, song, and meditation. And I'm so excited for Heather to be here today to share her magic with us. You can just feel her magic through her voice. She is so amazing, and this conversation is super delicious. So stay tuned till the very end. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Elaine Lee, women's empowerment coach, lifestyle architect, wealth and luxury mindset coach. And I'm so stoked for this podcast, The Goddess Revolution. It's the first season and there's so many epic women. And today is no different than any other day. But it is actually a little bit different because this goddess is really an extraordinary goddess. I was just chatting with her before we even started recording. And I'm like, whoa, this is going to be juicy. So I have with me today, Heather Waxman. And just like a little amuse-bouche of who she is, she is a best-selling author, a spiritual practice coach, meditation guide, singer-songwriter. She just dropped her first album and it just came out in May. I'll let her talk about all the details later about that. You guys got to check it out. It's going to be epic. Her work's been featured all over Fitness Magazine, Tone It Up, uh, Teeny Devotions, amongst many others. And her superpower is helping women clear the emotional and behavioral patterns that are blocking them from rising up into their full creative expression. And so she really supports guiding women through transformational practices, song, meditation. And it is her belief that when we clean up our thoughts and our energy bodies of negative subconscious memories and patterns, we truly can live a rhythmic, aligned, and prosperous life. And I'm so excited to have you here, Heather, to share more on that. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, beautiful. I'm honored to be here. So when it comes to like being a goddess, what is your definition of what being a goddess really means? Ah, okay. So I'm doing this new thing where I don't define anything and nothing goes in a box. And I just go with whatever is really moving with me today, which I really feel is the goddess. I think we are all learning who she is. There is such a massive awakening of the divine feminine energy right now. And I think we're still learning who she is. But to me, today, in this moment, between you and I, the goddess is fiery and she is fierce and she's passionate 
and she's angry and she's sexual and she's turned on by everything in her life. She's turned on inside of herself by living fully expressed. Mm. That's what she means to me today. Yeah. Oof. That's so good. So juicy. And I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, for me, what I feel a goddess is, and I ask this question because it's like everyone has such a vastly different structure of how they explain what it means to them. And I really agree with you in that I feel that being a goddess is owning your power and like shining your light, like not putting it down on the dimmer switch at all at any time ever and just mm-hmm. like dropping the rules and regulations. So I love that um, you're in this area of like not defining anything because I think in that new openings and opportunities of what something means can actually come through because you're not fixated on it fitting into your box of limitations. Preach. I was like, mic dropped, mic dropped. Yeah, I couldn't. I have nothing to add to that. So Heather, I know I shared a little bit about who you were, but is there anything else you want to add to who you are and like why you're doing what you do in the world? No, but there is something that I want to say to the audience, (laughs) to to our soul sisters, Yes, to everybody who's listening, is that drop who you think you should be, drop the titles, drop it all because it's limiting. It's just a bio. It doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? We're so beyond it. Even when people read my bio, I like cringe a little bit because I'm just like, "Uh." you know what I mean? Mm. It's just Mm -hmm. because the goddess, you know, like the goddess energy within me is like, it's beyond limitation. And to me, even a bio is just, it's just limiting. It's just this thing. And I think that in this space, I was just having a conversation with a client yesterday and she was saying to me, I'm feeling really stuck. And I said, all right, babe, what's, what's, what's coming up for you? And she said, I'm working this job at this jewelry store and it's not my purpose. And I want to be building my business and I want the time freedom and all of this, you know? And I said, okay, so why isn't it your purpose? She's like, well, because it's not the thing I'm supposed to be doing. And I said, oh, honey, bunny, we got this all wrong. Mm. I think that we have a fucked up relationship with Dharma and a fucked up relationship with purpose, especially as really privileged women. Like if we're listening, if someone's listening to this, you're privileged. You know what I mean? You have the opportunity to listen to this podcast on your phone. Mm. It's just like such an honor. And so she was saying to me, you know, and I said to her before I was doing what I'm doing now, I was working three jobs and building my business. And, And I'm not saying this from a pretentious place, but you know, at the time I was really deeply studying a Course in Miracles. Mm-hmm. And every day I would bring my book to my 12-hour shift, you know, of my three jobs. And I would practice my lesson everywhere I went because I didn't feel like my retail job and my fitness studio job were separate from the business that I was building. I saw it all as Dharma because your purpose and your Dharma has nothing to do with your career and it has nothing to do with your bio. It has nothing to do with Amazon bestselling author or anything like that. Dharma is all about how you relate to what's in front of you. And purpose is about how you relate to what's in front of you. If you don't have a good relationship with your job, your Dharma at the jewelry store, you're not going to have a good relationship with your job, your Dharma and your business. There's always going to be something else that you feel like you're going to need. Mm. And I don't know, when you asked me that question, that's just what came through for me. It's Mm. just something that 
I feel like we need to go there because mm. there's so much talk in this space about purpose and dharma. And I don't think we understand what it actually is, that it has nothing to do with coaching. It has nothing to do with being on podcasts. Mm. It's about showing up where God has planted you and, and creating a right relationship with that. And from there, oh my God, that's when life gets magical, you know? Yeah. Well, it's so wild that you bring us up. I literally just had a conversation a couple hours ago with a client who's like, you know, what's my purpose? You know, what's my purpose? And I was like, firstly, God is your employer, you know, and secondly, God is your employer. And thirdly, since you're an employee, you're employee of God, wherever you go, you're just like a secret agent of God, you know, like shining your light. And like, that's what you're supposed to be doing, like sharing your love and your light. And then when he redirects you, because you keep asking for the direction and he says, okay, Heather, Malene, you need to go here or like, it'll just, it'll like be like, I had a um, job that I hated, but I just was showing up and I was like, just show up, Malene, be the best fucking Malene you can be. God's your employer. And then one day, and I just kept asking, show me, show me, you know, direct me. One day I got a new job offer that was 10 times better and in a place I wanted to work. And I was like, sick. And I took it and I was there for a year and then they fired me and I was like, awesome you know, and then I ended up starting my own business. And I was like, sweet, you know, like, I think I've really gotten to the point, And I love everything that you just said, because I've gotten to the same point where I'm like, listen, God, because God's my guy. Now, it could be higher power, you know, Jesus, Jesus, I don't know who you have, find a higher power that works for you. It doesn't really <laughs> hey, matter. Jesus. Hey, Zeus. <laughs> We've got Mexican Jesus. We got Mexican Jesus, American Jesus, the Dalai Lama, Buddha, whoever it is, just find someone that isn't you, that is a higher power that you can rely on. And I'm just like, every day, Heather, same thing. I'm like, God, if you don't want me to do this anymore, I'm actually super cool with not doing it. You just tell me where to go, where to show up, how to show up. And so I just keep showing up as this lifestyle architect coach for women, but if tomorrow he's like, nope, you need to go there. I'm cool with that. So it keeps me mm-hmm. super unattached because I know my purpose isn't like to be an account. Like if I was an accountant, my purpose isn't to be an accountant. My purpose is right. to be the light. So I yeah. love that. Mm. You're my girl. You're my girl. <laughs> I think when you get so in the flow and you're just like being authentically yourself, you just naturally attract your tribe. But just like all of a sudden people just start coming out of the woodworks. Where you're like, yeah, who's that? Beautiful. It is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to like rocking your goddess, because you kind of defined it a little bit, what is it that you do that like supports you and really being true to yourself and your goddess when it comes to work and personal life? Because I know, you know, you're your own business owner, so I'm sure it can blend at times. I know my personal and business blend sometimes, even though I really try to keep it separate. But um, mm. how do you stay true to yourself and to your goddess during that? in both of those areas? Girl, it is an ever evolving practice. Mm. It is just a constant practice of alignment and just being willing to be really flexible with what alignment feels like to me and what rhythm feels like to me. For me, what it means to be in my goddess or to be in my feminine, it's all about feeling rhythmic and feeling in alignment. I have a lot of Capricorn in my chart and I am super good at getting shit done. It's my default. And it's just so natural for me. And so, okay, so how does it show up literally in my life? So in the morning, for example, 
My go-to is it's Kundalini yoga and meditation. It just, it's everything to me. It's been my practice for five years now. And it has just, the reason I love it so much is because as my practice evolves, I evolve. And what that looks like is just me becoming more me, you know, Mm -hmm. which is the whole point of this thing, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And getting to know myself better because I don't really think any of us really know who we are. We're just all like babies trying to figure it out. And so my practice helps me to become more me. And what that looks like in terms of the goddess is waking up in the morning. I have a particular practice that is it's a, a kriya called Gyan Chakra Kriya that I practice every day. And then I kind of tune into okay, so what am I feeling today? And sometimes it's just sitting and chanting. Sometimes it's going for a walk in nature. Sometimes it's doing, you know, a 90 minute extra Kundalini Kriya. Sometimes it's having sex with my partner. Some, you know, it's just, it's really about connecting to her with a capital H and just asking myself, like, what do I need in this moment? What Mm -hmm. do I need in this moment? As opposed to, because I think a lot of us are really good at like, asking for the the five steps to whatever or the next spiritual practice that's going to bring me to enlightenment or whatever. But how about our practice is just like asking ourselves what we need. So I have that structure, but then I have that flow. I think it's really about, again, it's, it's creating that masculine, that foundation so that the feminine, the goddess can move and can flow. So just like our businesses, it's like having those structures and those systems in place and having your business bank account set up so that everything else can flow. Mm. It's about having the project management system so that your creativity can flow. You know what I mean? It's mm. it's not airy-fairy. It's really practical. I'm going to interrupt you for a second because I love everything you're saying. and Because I have a morning routine and ritual that I do. It's like a lot of prayer and meditation. And then I do like a gratitude and a, a gratitude list and like a journal. I journal to God, like letters to God. And then sometimes mm. I like respond, but... Like I write a letter to God and then he responds back to me. But then some mornings I wake up and I just like cuddle with my partner for an hour, Mm, you know, and then like I pray a little. I always pray and meditate. Like those are really staples that never get edged out. But like, I'm like, am I going to stop cuddling with my partner so I can go write my gratitude journal? Like that doesn't really make sense Mm. right now. Like the reason I'm doing these activities is to be more in life. But if they become my life, then are they essential activities to have so it's like what's more important actually living or like rushing around to so I love how you were talking about just connecting to her and the various ways with the capital H the various ways that you can do that I like we were talking about this before we um started to record the podcast how you know the spiritual ego is really like and I put spiritual in quotes I like hate that word now do you hate that word now I hate the word spiritual right now I'm like I'm not a spiritual life coach (laughs) do you know it's funny because I said that I was a spiritual life coach in the beginning and now I'm like the same as you and now I'm like well I talk about that I'm a wealth and luxury mindset coach because I really am tired of women saying no to shit because of money so I'm really working on that Mm. aspect but yeah no I hate it and it's funny because my partner is doing life coaching work with this guy, Preston, who is like amazing and he's doing a great job. But he was like, he's like, babe, I'm really just getting super triggered by all these women that are like love and light, sending healing to you, energy Uh, waves to you, unicorn and rainbows. And I'm just like, uh, I said, I totally get it, babe. It absolutely irks me too. And I said, what about it irks you? And he's like, it's so inauthentic. And I was just like, yeah, I get it. (laughs) Mm. oh let's go there what's 
So this is what I'm obsessed with talking about right now mm. is th- exactly this. So I'm going to give you a behind the scenes situation example of this because because the goddess is like super fiery. The goddess is super like fucking fierce mm-hmm. and completely open hearted. And I think when we think open hearted, oftentimes we think like love and light, namaste. Oh my God. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But living open hearted life to me anyways, feels like just feeling the fullness and feeling the spectrum of my emotional experience and being unapologetic with expressing just that, not projecting, but expressing. Because again, to me, the goddess, the feminine is like you were just alluding to, unafraid to be fully expressed. Okay. So yesterday, so by this time, my album Sacred Disruptor is out, which by the way, it's on iTunes and everywhere music is sold digitally and it's going to change your life. I can't wait to have it in your hands. So listen Um, to it. (laughs) Sacred music going mainstream. That's our mission together. We're bringing Mm. sacred music to the mainstream masses. It's happening. And so yes, together we are. Okay. So when you go into a studio, there are two ways that you can record. You can record in a big open room or you can record in a sound booth. And I recorded in a big open room. Three of the tracks that are on Sacred Disruptor are just a cappella. And they're, they're a mixture of spoken word and mantra and um, beautiful vocal harmonies and just really, really beautiful, powerful spoken word pieces. So when the studio engineer gave me the songs back and I listened to them to the untrained ear, it would not have been, it, it would not have been noticeable, but I could hear this like, you know, when you listen to certain podcasts and you can kind of hear like a, like slightly in the background, like mm-hmm. background noise. Mm-hmm. So you could hear that. And, you know, it's his job as a studio engineer to fix that and to make sure that's not there. And so we had gone through four iterations of these tracks and he got me the final version of the 10 mastered tracks on the album. And these three acapella songs still had the background noise. And he told me that he couldn't get rid of it without distorting my voice. And I got pissed because this is yesterday. And here we are two weeks from pre-order, two weeks from pre-order. And you know, this is not my job. This is his job. Mm. This is what he went to school for. This is his profession. And it's his job to tell me not now, but when I actually went to the recording studio and sat in front of that microphone, stood in front of that microphone, and we, we recorded these acapella pieces to say to me, hey, just a heads up, like this isn't, this isn't a sound booth. So you're going to get background noise. Like that's his job. Mm. Right. So that's not me being a victim. Mm. That's not right. And so I spoke my mind. Like mm. I, I said to him, listen, I'm super frustrated because you're not doing your job and you didn't do your job. And now we're two weeks away from pre-order and I have to re-record these songs. So I want you to give me my money back for these three songs so I can go record them elsewhere. And so why does this relate to what we were talking about? Because there's nothing wrong with that response, but there is some sort of situation going on in this quote unquote spiritual, quote unquote wellness space where it's like love and light rainbows and unicorns. Oh, that's not, that's ego. No, it's not. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. <laughs> it's yeah. Expressing yourself and speaking your truth, which is not always coming from a like rainbows and butterflies place. Yeah. And, and I, sometimes it needs to be fierce, you know? Totally 130% agree with you. I think that so spot on. And I love the little story that you told. I would have been 
epically pissed. Like I would have just been like really upset. And I think to, to disregard emotion, like the energy and motion within us, it needs to be released mm-hmm. and to disregard it and to stuff it and to say, all is well, everything will work out for me, which actually it will work out for you. But it doesn't right. mean that you don't get to, to feel the feeling, to articulate your truth. And I think that the goal is to not like explode on someone and be like, ass, you know, asshole, like blah, blah, blah. But like I said to my client, I was like, you know, the goal is not to do that, but it doesn't mean that I haven't done that, you know? And then I'll clean up my side and be like, listen, I shouldn't have exploded on you. Usually it's like my partner that I have them like, babe, listen, <laughs> I shouldn't have gone there. But the thing is that I'm not disregarding the fact that I felt these emotions. I still feel this way. It's just the way I articulated and communicated it probably wasn't the best, but it doesn't mean that my feelings have gone away. It doesn't mean that I was wrong. I just wanted to apologize for the way in which I conveyed it. You know what I mean? But in mm-hmm. on the overall, yeah. And I think that that love and light stuff is... um you know, is it, if it's authentic, really authentically true, then like, great. But I think it's being overused and it's placating or if it's the right word, it's like covering what's really going on. And that's a disservice to everyone involved. Because if I need to know, I'm always a space for feedback. Tell me if I'm an asshole. Tell me if I'm not doing something to the best of whatever, like give me feedback because I'm a space for it. That's what's going to help me grow. Not you sending love and light to me and, you know, patting me on the back all the time, I'm not going to grow. Yeah. And that's what spiritual shit is all about. It's like, we're here to grow and evolve, not to like namaste our way out of everything. Yeah. Amen. We need grit. Like we need women with grit. Any woman who's ever done anything really impactful in this world has a massive amount of grit and fails a lot. And roars and wails and screams and cries at times you know what I mean I was just doing it this weekend yeah it's part of the goddess (laughs) (laughs) part of the great death like that the Kali K-A-L-I Kali the goddess it's it's the chaos and the destruction and the death and rebirth and the chaos within that and the roaring and the wailing that comes along with that it is such an essential part a primal part of us as women and I think too you know, like with the feminist, the first feminist movement, like we thank them. The second feminist movement, we thank them, we honor them because we wouldn't be here doing this if it wasn't for them. And to your point of what you were saying earlier, it was so much more of like a projection of anger, like an, a, a vomiting of anger. It was misplaced anger. And now in this new iteration of the goddess rising, the goddess revolution, it's such a beautiful podcast name, by the way. I love it. Mm, thank you. I feel like our, our responsibility as women, as a collective, as, as not as leaders or just as women now is to channelize and use this anger in a constructive way to create change from a, a, an intentional place as opposed to like a vomiting destructive way. Cause we can go either way. You're right. Yeah. I love this. I think that it's very correct in that. Uh, I meant to say this too before, like anytime we just are coming from love, like if our stance is love and our come from is love, then the anger can be channeled in a way that is empowering ourselves and the people around us. Like it, it almost transmutes into like a passion and a vision and a force and a movement type thing. So it's like, not that it's a bad thing and it's just making sure to channel it in a way that like you said, is constructive and is empowering. 
as opposed to taking ourselves down in the the world whenever a hurricane. Because I I believe that women on an emotional level, men cannot experience the magnitude and the depth of emotions that a woman can go to. We're like the feelers of the feelers. And I think that the way men connect to emotion is actually through a woman. And it's so it's like mm-hmm. when we access that, please, it's like, you know, the world is like really our oyster and we can really support men in rising to a higher level. Like I heard mm-hmm. this um, saying once that all men are mini gods, but the only way they become those gods is by the cultivation and nourishment of a woman. Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, so perfect, babe. Yeah. Right? It's like, I love that. It's yeah. so true. Mm. It, and it makes so much sense why we, we, so many of us feel that men are emotionally unavailable because most mm. of us women have our, our relationship with our, our emotions is non-existent or it's just completely commotional. And so the the man observes that and they're like, I ain't going there. <laughs> She's fucking cr- And then they go, you're crazy. And you're like, oh, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. And then we just try to like cover up the emotion even more, like because then yeah. we're making ourselves wrong or bad for it. But that's the force that moves the mountains. And when they have access to that, they move the mountains. And I, you know, it's so funny, Heather, because um, my partner's like, he wasn't into the transformational world, but through me has really embraced it and is now on his own journey, which is really sweet to watch. But he mm-hmm. said to me, you know, babe, every really good man has a really badass woman behind him. I said, yep. <laughs> mm, what a good one you have. <laughs> So he's so good. He's so good. But yeah, I think what women need to get is that this isn't a competition between men and women. This isn't a competition between masculine and feminine. This is a co-creation together. Harmonizing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like utilizing each other's strengths to really get to that next level. Cause like the world is kind of dying (laughs) in many ways. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. The world's kind of like, you know, bleeding. And the only way to heal it is like creating to not to be like, you know, cause I also, you know, since we're going there, like, I think that, you know, the women's march and movement and all that in the States right now, like when that all started to erupt, which is like, you know, great. I'm glad everyone's speaking their voice, but I think that there was a lot of anger that was being mischanneled. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's like the realization that like, it's not like man versus woman. This is like, we got to do this together. Like there's got to be a, an yeah. understandings. Yes. Amen. I so agree with you. Like that was, it was so astounding to see and witness and experience the magnitude of that, you know, Mm. in terms of to see like, again, on the surface, much like Hillary Clinton, like the surface, surface Mm. of the feminine rising, like she was not, in in my personal opinion, um, an example of of a divine feminine leadership. But to your point, like it, it was like a seed was being planted And I thought the same thing, babe, like when I was Mm. watching the coverage and seeing like even I saw Ashley Judd's speech that was at 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 moments extremely incredibly moving. And at other moments, like, oh, it's just more of the same angry feminism bullshit that no one wants to hear and see anymore. We need to do this in a different way. Mm. I completely resonate with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's 
it's awesome that you do. It's, it's reassuring for me. Cause I remember I went through a really emotional period during that. Cause a lot of my friends were like there and like participating. And I said to like one of my mentors, like, I feel no call to like, even like the posts that are going on right now, because I just feel like there's so much anger that's being mischanneled. And it's not that I don't agree with things that are occurring, but it's like, I just felt like, you know, cause there was like, Madonna getting on like we're gonna bomb the White House and I'm like that doesn't resolve anything like this anger is like not being channeled correctly like I get the I get the message but you guys aren't you guys are making us look bad (laughs) as women you know like not all the women but there was some like you said like there were some things that were articulated really gracefully but there were some things that were just mischanneled so yeah it's a really it's it's a really important time, I think, for us in this moment to just stand up and say, well, how can I contribute in a way that's going to move things forward and not disempower people? And what do you think the answer to that is? <sighs> Thanks for throwing that back on, on my face. I was like, ah, I mean, I really think the answer is that we all need to dive deeper within ourselves and find the peace and harmony within our own being before we just start reaching out and trying to fix everything else. Cause there's actually nothing to fix. It's just a releasing of like, what's not serving mm-hmm. us as a person. Cause what's going on externally, it's not outside of us. It's in us. So Correct. these storms and these political uprisings and these riots and all that, that is the dis-ease and disruption within each person and the collective consciousness is really fucking sick right now. So it's got to be an individual healing. So I think that people concern themselves too much with a larger picture and skip themselves. And the, the, the X factor is each person. Yeah, I agree. I couldn't have said it better. I feel the exact same way. That's why I wrote this album, which I wasn't planning on writing, but like it's called Sacred Disruptor because that's who we are. We are here to shake people awake. We are all sacred disruptors and we experience sacred disruption in our lives. And if we're not allowing that disruption to occur within and we're not willing to go there and to look at it, we're going to see it reflected externally in some way. And I feel a lot of compassion for Mr. Trump because Mm. he's just stuck in his lower chakras. He's literally like a two-year-old. He doesn't have the emotional capacity to think the way that we think as, you know, more awakened people. And I don't say that from a place of like, I'm better than you. I'm more enlightened than you. I just say that because I've gone through some fucking shit Mm -hmm. and I've gone there and I've faced my demons and here I am and I will face more. And so we need to, as wide awake women, the ones who are awake, we have to look and we have to see, just look at him. He's red, he's angry, Mm. which means that he's really, really fucking sad. Mm -hmm. So can we have compassion for the dude who can't think past his penis? Mm. And can we just, we just have compassion for that and then make really great art, (laughs) like make really great art that's going to reverberate and change the world. I really do feel like that's the answer in Mm. addition to what you articulated in the most beautiful way ever. Mm, Thank you so much. Yeah, no, I I agree with you too. And I think that, you know, I particularly wasn't like a fan of either candidate, (laughs) to be honest. I was like, really America, like of everything we have going. But um, it's, yeah, it's true. I mean, I think that this, this all, everything that we're experiencing currently environmentally, like 
politically, everything, we're coming to like the head of the pimple of, you know, <laughs> like essentially it's like, and so it's just, yeah, I think that you're right. Like we have to do what we can within ourselves. So like, you know, what can you do today to create peace and harmony within your own life? Cause that's going to ripple out. If you're walking around, like I'm so fucking pissed. This world is a piece of shit. You know, like that's not going to really help anybody. And then go watch Zeitgeist and have a great day. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Best yeah. doco ever. But yeah, I totally agree with you. God, I could talk to you for ages, Heather. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we'll just talk on the side and then record it and throw it on my podcast. <laughs> I feel like we're just getting warmed up. I know. I want to just like keep going. But you know what I, I was saying to like someone else I was interviewing for the podcast is me personally, I like listening to podcasts and hearing some juicy nuggets that support my life. But if it's like an hour or two hours, I'm like, eh, I don't have time for that. I just can't. It's too long. But that's why I'm like, I got to make sure that I do these 30, 40 minute juicy nuggets so that people stay intrigued. And then if they want more, I'm just going to have to have Heather back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you feel that serves you. I really love, I don't really care how long a podcast is because yeah. I love that I can just press pause and come back to it. Mm, you know true. what I mean? I can always come back to it. So. Well, maybe they'll end up being longer. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see the trajectory of it. Uh, me too. I'm excited. This has been a a long time coming. So I'm very excited to launch it and have it all out there for the world to see. But before we go, Heather, what is a book that has really transformed or changed your life that you think would be really impactful for the women to read? Woman, Earth, and Spirit is written by a woman named Helen M. Luke. And it talks about exactly what this whole podcast is about, this conversation that we're having it talks about the origin of the goddess in religion and Greek mythology and really getting to the root of, of she with a capital S and getting back in touch with our natural cycles and just how powerful and beautiful that is. And you were talking about money um, earlier. And so the original word money comes from Latin, the word moneta, M-O-N-E-T-A. And moneta is the name of a woman, a goddess. She lived in this beautiful temple and money was named after her. Everything begins with the goddess. Everything mm. begins with the feminine. And this book is life-changing. It's very, very deep. It's only 100 pages, but it changed my life. Uh, Amazon has a new best friend called Melaine because I've been ordering <laughs> every single book that every, you know, and the best is like the experts go, you know, the women that I have on and they're like, oh my God, I bet everyone's saying this book. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like, because everyone has their own unique, like life transforming book. And it's just so cool that there's so many books out there that you can just grab and really get this new wisdom and knowledge. It's so awesome. And what's one like spiritual woo woo item that you just cannot live without? I don't have one. I never got into like cards or crystals or sea salt lamps or the trinkets and the like I have them but they're I don't feel like I can't live without them but if there is something I feel like I can't live without that's that's technically kind of connected to the woo it's my essential oils those mm. are my life my it's, life blood so. listen it's totally connected to the woo I put um frankincense on every morning to like support breaking limiting beliefs and I have like my you know, wild orange abundance oil floating around mm -hmm. everywhere. So girl, I can't live without it either. 
obsessed. They just enhanced my life in like every way. Totally, totally. Heather, you're amazing, seriously. And where can all the, like, I'm not, I don't blow smoke up people's heinies. I'm sorry. I tell it how it is. If I don't like you, I would have hung up halfway through the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Hey, that's the goddess. Hey, peace out. I don't like this conversation. Where can the ladies, where can all the other goddesses out there connect with you, find you and just connect or play with you more? So Sacred Disruptor is officially out. If you dig sacred music and you want to hear some hip sacred music and support the mission in bringing sacred music to the mainstream, because you'll be seeing some of these songs on film soon, mark my words, you can go to iTunes and you can download it there. It's also available on Spotify, which is really beautiful. So you can go there to get the album. But otherwise, I'm Heather Waxman. W-A-X-M-A-N everywhere on social media. And you can find my website, heatherwaxman.com. All the goods are there. Awesome. Heather, thank you so much for taking time out today to be with us. I so appreciate you. Oh my gosh. Thank you for asking me. This was so wonderful and juicy and beautiful. And I wish you all the love and the success. And I, I just can't wait to see the trajectory of this beautiful art that you're releasing to the world. Thank you. I so, so appreciate that and receive that fully. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And ladies, all of you out there, you goddesses, ladies, women, um, wishing you an amazing, amazing day. Until next time, take care and be sure to hop over to those show notes. Bye for now. Guys, I hope you fell in love with Heather as much as I loved her, and I hope you learned a lot today. Really, the meaning of this podcast is to really support you guys in seeing how each woman relates to their own goddess, how they relate to really connecting with their own divine feminine, with their own divine power, and they share that with the world in such different ways. And I love how Heather really does that. And I love everything that she was saying today. And I'd love to hear some feedback from you. So feel free to reach out to me, Melaine at MelaineLee.com. And be sure to share, 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 share. Share this with your friends, your family, anyone that you think would resonate with. Because after all, caring is sharing. Love you guys so much. Talk to you soon.